Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Josh. At America. And I love my coffee. With a splash of crime. Hey Josh, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, I'm happy to be back after being so freaking sick. I hated that we didn't have an episode, but we had issues with that one episode saving. We were usually ahead a couple weeks, but then I was sick and then an episode didn't save and then I was sick. It's not an excuse, but that's where I was. As a professional podcaster, you have to do better. <laughs> I just was freaking, we would have had an extra episode to post, but then it somebody didn't save it correctly. I don't want to like call anybody out or anything like that. Sparky. You're fired. Sorry, guys. This episode, uh, this week's episode is just going to be me. Unfortunately, I have taken a hostile takeover of the podcast. Oh, funny. <laughs> well, what are you drinking today? Today, my favorite Starbucks barista picked my drink for me and he made me a hazelnut latte with, I think it, it doesn't have a sticker, but I'm pretty sure it was oat milk. Wait, is it hazelnut? Possibly toff- be toffee nut, but... It's kind of tasting like it could be hazelnut, but it also could be toffee nut. It's toffee nut. It's definitely toffee nut. Perfect. It's really good, whatever it is. Well, I'm glad. But well, it's normally I'll just get a nice coffee with toffee nut, white milk, and half and half. That's like my go-to all the time. I'm not messing around. I take my order really seriously. But with the latte, it's just thicker. It's milkier. I don't know. It's a good change, I guess. Yeah. But my mouth kind of feels like it has that milk. Like, what does it do? Yeah. But it's fine. Okay. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm not even drinking coffee. We're frauds. Yeah. I have a peach iced green tea lemonade with a couple pumps of honey. So we're coffee with a splash of tea today. Or no, we're tea with a splash of crime. Oh my. <laughs> That's what we are. We're yeah. coffee with a splash of tea. No. <laughs> we're, well, kind of, because I have coffee and you have a little bit of tea right there, but. And that's the tea, sis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, what case do you have for us? I'm doing a kind of popular one, and I hate to do popular ones, but I've wanted to do this case a couple times, and I was like, today's the day. I think it's important to do some of the more popular ones, because when there's a case I'm super into, sometimes I'll just go on podcasts, or actually I'll go on Google and search like Ted Bundy podcasts, and then I, you know, will listen to the one I want to listen to. That's just an example. Actually, this is what happened. I went into the vault, and I had 10 cases. Nine of them were in Texas. So this is the one. Is it an Easter one? Because Easter's coming up. No, you're not festive. Wow. Yeah, it's not an Easter one. <laughs> I like Easter. I just. I mean, if it was my week, I would have gone above and beyond. If it was your Easter week. Easter bunny suit killer. Is that one? No, I don't know. That'd be sweet. Yeah. No. Yeah, I legit forgot it was Easter. Like not to be not festive, but I've just been working a lot. So I forgot it was Easter. Honestly, I think Easter is my least favorite holiday. Fourth of July is the best holiday. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know how to say this, but America. Easter, I think every year I would forget about it because it's like once I stopped doing Easter egg hunts and stopped getting Easter baskets, I just really didn't care about it anymore. On TikTok, what? Okay. You know, those like mini shots. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of like adults mm-hmm. just hide a bunch of mini shots. Oh, that's pretty cute. And then you just go get drunk on Easter. I mean, I don't drink. And then oh. I would take it to Joel's family, but now not everybody drinks. Yeah. And so, I don't know. But Easter, the only reason I'm excited this year is because Hunter. I have a toddler. Yeah. So, I'm like extremely excited. I'm going to make a pie. I'm going to stuff some cute little eggs. I'm going to make him a really cute aesthetic Easter basket because that's what kind of mom I am. You want to know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to work. 
It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so boring. Literally, we're just going to sit there bullshitting. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess we'll get to the case. Today's story is actually in Australia. It is a wild one, and there's a lot to it. And I'm going to put a content warning. There's there's a lot. It's graphic. It's There's sexual abuse, physical abuse, psychological abuse, and murder. Right. All the fun stuff. All the, all the stuff. Okay. This is the story of Catherine Knight. So her backstory is long. It's, it's a long backstory. Okay, I'm ready. I'm pumped. So she was born October 24th, 1955. I think she's a Libra. Oh my gosh, I love Libras. Yeah, they're nice. I love a good Libra, you know? Yeah. Not saying I love her, obviously, but a Libra, we just have a special type of connection. So she worked in a slaughterhouse. That's like, was her thing. She dropped out of school at 15. She didn't know how to read or write. She she just had some shit. Like, she grew up in a super dysfunctional family. Her mom had issues with men, and there was a lot of, like, men coming in out of, out of her life. Catherine's mother, Barbara, was raped multiple times a day by her father. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So he, he had some sort of stamina or something because it's like... He would do it, like, 10 times a day. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, most people don't won't even have sex 10 times a day, like, wanting to yeah. have sex 10 times a day. That's just crazy. And so he would do it in front of his daughter? No, he wouldn't. He'd do it behind closed doors. But, but she knew. She knew, and you can hear. Yeah. Well, and Barbara, her mom, she hated men, and she hated, like, sex. So to try to convince her daughter to not, like, go see men and have sex or whatever... She would tell her daughter everything that happened. Isn't it crazy how a lot of like really, really crazy, a lot of really crazy serial killers. I was just listening to the guy with the mustache. What the heck's his name? Porn stuff? Ed Kemper. Oh. Ed Kemper's mom was also really weird and he hated her. I don't know. It's just like a common theme with killers. Yeah. Basically, that's what her mom thought was going to help her. Stay away from men. Yes. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Why would you want your daughter? I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Her mom obviously had some sort of Yeah, trauma. they had some shit because like she had three other siblings. So there's four of them. And essentially what happened was they would, that happened. And then when her mom broke up with her father, they moved to like another area. And her mom dated a lot of men and a lot of like their family would come in and out of their life. Catherine was actually raped by a bunch of different men from ages seven to 11. Oh, by like toxic men that the mom would bring around i guess a lot of it was her family her okay. family members that's... would rape them but her father never raped her okay but he knew he knew that's crazy so he first they were unsure like how much of it was true but then there were family members that were able to confirm that she was getting raped so apparently the whole family just knew she was just getting raped between this time and then she's seen like extensive psychologists and like that whole situation it's weird that all the men in the family were a bunch of rapists yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. Before she dropped out of high school, she was a bully. She was the, the kid that would bully a bunch of different kids. Okay. She got in trouble in high school a lot. She would hit kids. She would do the whole thing. She actually ended up assaulting a kid with a weapon and also assaulted a teacher. Well, I mean, look at what her example was. And no, it's true. Everybody said she was a model student besides when she would act out. So she got good grades. She just liked to beat the shit out of people. Okay. Classy. 
At age 15, I dropped out of high school and she got a job at a clothing factory and she just cut fabric. It didn't require her to read or write. Okay. And she only worked there for 12 months. And she decided that she was going to get a job at a slaughterhouse. They call it something else in Australia. Okay. But the word looked intimidating. So we're going to call it a slaughterhouse. She was super successful at this slaughterhouse. She got promoted, which I don't, I don't, I don't know what you get promoted from a slaughterhouse. They're like, wow, you, you do that really fast. Well, like, the where fastest. else would you go? Like, I don't really know the ranks of a slaughterhouse. Me neither. And then I tried to Google it and. I'm sure they have some think, like managers and well, stuff think, like that. But. Well, I was trying to compare American slaughterhouses to non-American slaughterhouses. I was trying to compare the hierarchy of positions and they're different. Okay. She became the slaughter manager. Alrighty. I don't know. Some shit. The manager of slaughtering. <laughs> some shit. They, they were like, you're doing so well. We're going to give you a set of knives. Slaughter shit to like you take home. And she's like, cool. I'll hang them above my bed. So she hung them above her bed. And she said anytime she like needed them. They were there to protect herself, right? No, they were there in case they were there. So she had them when they needed to come in handy. Yeah. She didn't specify self-defense. I, saw, I remember this case. Okay. I don't know all the details or anything, but I remember some of like the big ones like that. Yeah. I'm fucking weird. Really weird. Like, I don't think I ever, like, looked into it. Actually, I did hear it on a podcast. Yeah. I don't even know if any other podcast did this Murder one. with my husband did it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, did sure. they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't even, like, look. But I was listening to it while I was doing Which whatever. is actually really funny because normally I look into every case to see if another podcast has done it. Yeah. But this one, I was just so invested that I was just like, bug it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this lady was crazy. I kind of briefly recall now yeah i was okay. like where did i hear it that's I where i heard it's it while making sense but i like to hear a case multiple times you know yeah just crazy like that well anyway in 1973 she met her husband david kellett i think it's it's k-e-l-l-e-t-t -T. okay could be i'm just gonna refer to him as david okay perfect in australia they have really different names different they're just really like different so like, there were a couple places that I just... Yeah. Like, it's stuff that I feel like here in California, you hear so many different last names from all different cultures. Yeah. But I feel like you don't hear a lot of Australian last names. No. And then once I heard, I was on Facebook and I was watching the Jimmy Fallon thing and it had Steve Irwin's son. And then there was like a bunch of Australian people like commenting in the comments. And then uh -huh. I saw some of the last names and I was like, I've literally never seen that last name. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff like that. Like yeah. A lot. Yeah. David began heavy drinking and David liked to get violent and he was crazy. He would do crazy shit and he liked to get in bar fights. And so she basically just followed the pattern. Yes. So like that's what like he liked to do. He was also kind of depressed and had two traumatic experiences that the drinking would enhance those thoughts. Yeah. Which they're like horrible thoughts. And I had to see what they were because I was like, what the hell? For them to be that significant in your life. Okay. So it was two of them. One of them was he saw somebody die at work. Okay. And his previous job at a rail yard. And then another one was he saved two kids from a school bus crash. Uh-huh. And six kids died. Oh, so he would have like PTSD. That type of thing. Yeah. It would make him remember it. Or yeah. What? Yeah. So then he ended up like... That that's pretty normal. Yeah. So basically, it started affecting his work performance at the rail yard, and he started calling out and having poor performance. So he got fired. Okay. And they started working at the slaughterhouse with Catherine. Oh, perfect. So that's how they met. Family of psychopaths. Sorry. So they seemed to be the perfect mix of toxic. He would go get drunk. 
She liked to be violent. He would get in bar fights. She would back him up. Okay. Like physically back him up. They would whoop people's asses. There was like a strand of bar fights that they seen. They got into 36 bar fights for 36 days straight. What the heck? Yeah. It was classy. So then in 1974, so they met in 1973. In 1974, Catherine decided that she wanted to get married and she told David, let's get married. The way it sounded online, like she intimidated him to get married. That's what it sounded like. It's like, you're going to marry me. That type of thing. I'm but... actually watching the ultimatum. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's so crazy. It's kind of like a side story, but I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it, but then you told me about it and then mom told me about it and then a friend told me about it. And so I was like, okay, whatever. I'll watch is it. Is it worth it so far? Or um, is it like Love is Blind where I'm on, I watched season two and I was like, this was not worth it. I don't really know because I'm not finished with it. But so far. It's just kind of, an, it, it annoys me for sure <sighs> because I, I'm married does it annoy you like like I had to keep watching annoying or like I'm watching this because it was recommended by three people? Do you get what I'm saying? Well, now I'm invested. At first, I was kind of like, okay, I want to see where this goes because everybody's watching it. So it's like 24-year-olds that have been together for two years. And then like the guy wants to move in with the girl, but the girl's like, I'm not moving in with you unless we're married. Why am I going to act like your wife if I'm not your wife? Which I get, mm-hmm. but they're kind of like, we've been together for two whole years. Two years it's isn't been that long. two years and you have not given me a Are ring. Are they just dramatic young kids? Kind of. That's what I was yeah. kind of like. Like, I, I, I want kids of. right now. I need them right now. I want a baby in my womb as we speak. And it's just like, honey, you have time. Like, Are any of these people married? No, they're not married. They want to get married. And ultimatums when basically like either you marry me or work. Done. Well, it could be other stuff that you can give somebody the ultimatum of like kids or we break up. No, it's all the um, ultimatum of marriage. Okay. Just want to make so sure. And so it's, you have to marry me or we're splitting up. And then the other person's like, but I don't want kids and you do. So I don't How are mar- we going to okay. get married? I got that. You know? Like how are we going to live if we don't? And so it's kind of like a wife swap type of thing, but it's like a girlfriend, boyfriend swap. So you it swap, like you like show. pick a different partner that you're going to swap with. But you only can choose out of like five different people. So it's like, I would see how this would work if you've never dated in your life. Are all these people pretty? I mean, they're just, they're not, they're just normal. You know, some people are pretty. Some people are, they're not like bad looking people. No, no, no. I'm just trying to figure out like, have you ever seen dating shows or shows? They look horrible and that's why nobody wants to marry them or something? No. Like every single person. It's like super hot. Yes. You're like, okay, we have the fucking Calvin Klein model. Then we have fucking... The swimsuit model. They're just average, I think. Okay. But they're on a show, so they're obviously done up. Well, yeah. But it's kind of like, okay, so say they all have issues, though. Like communication issues. Yeah. Well, clearly, they're literally went on a show called The Ultimatum. Yeah, and so it's it's just kind of weird because I could see, okay, say if you've never dated anybody else, mm-hmm. right? And you want to marry this other person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, date somebody else first. Okay. And see if you would still marry this person. And then you date somebody else and you're like, wow, this person's freaking amazing. I don't want to marry that other person anymore. Yeah, like fuck that. But if you've dated before, so Mm -hmm. say like you dated 20 people and now you've been with this person for two years and you want to get married. And they're like, date someone else first and see if you still want to marry them. Mm -hmm. Like if they would still be a good husband, like play husband with this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, how would that work if you've already dated 20 other people and you obviously realize that this 20th guy is a person that you want to marry? Yeah. How is dating one more person going to change that? Yeah, make a difference. Yeah. 
But I understand if every single one of these people had only dated one or two people and then they date and then, but also of course the person that they're dating for three weeks is going to be exciting and new and adventurous and lustful. And, and you don't see the flaws that you would in three weeks. Yes. Not the same flaws that you would see after six months Yes, or, or two, two years. years. Yeah. Literally not us having the same fucking thought. So it's like some stuff just it. And plus as people grow, they change and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just hard to like, kind of hard to like determine that because you may not have hardship in three weeks, but in exactly. a year and a half, you might lose your job and have to find a new job and then you're stressed. So they don't see you under stress. And then yeah, there's a lot of different factors. Or it's to like, it. they're like, Oh my God, he listens to me so well. He listens to everything I say. And it's like, yeah, cause you're not boring him yet. Yes. Like you still, everything you that comes out of your mouth is new. And then six months later, he's like, bitch, shut up. Like you've told me every story. Like I fucking get it. Yeah. Like, I get that. Exactly. So. How did we get to that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, intimidating him to marry her. Oh, yeah. I was like, where were we? All right, this, this is when it gets exciting. Okay, perfect. So on their wedding night, they had sex three times and then she tried to strangle him. Like a praying mantis. Yeah. I mean, a good strangle or a bad strangle? Like a murder strangle. Oh, okay. So not a good strangle. Like the good ones. <laughs> like, if you're going to joke me, joke me right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's bad. That's what I'm saying. Don't crush the neck. Just, uh... Don't crush the windpipe. Just, just squeeze the, the jugular. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So, then... <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, it just happened. <laughs> <laughs> they decided that they were going to have a crazy-ass marriage. They have a violent marriage. They often got into brawls with each other. And when she was hella pregnant, like seven or eight months pregnant, she decided she was going to burn all his clothes and shoes. And then they basically beat the shit out of each other. And then she hit him on the back of the head with the frying pan. He went to the neighbor's house because he thought he was going to die. He collapsed on their porch and they ended up calling 911. This is when it led to their divorce. Okay. And they ended up divorcing. Then she eventually convinced him to drop the charges because she okay. said she was just pregnant and it was hormones. Okay. Which, I mean, I feel like is kind of an excuse. But I was a very calm pregnant lady. But also it was a you pandemic. Were? You, you were? Funny. When, when? I feel like I just, I mean, I didn't have to go anywhere. There was nothing to do. You but actually it easy. Yeah, I just chilled on the couch the whole time. No, but uh, like in all honesty, the pandemic started, I think, when I was already like five months or four months. I mean, the first three months I was like so tired. I thought I was going to die. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like I physically could not keep my eyes open. I remember that. You were fucking tired. I just slept for like three months straight. Yeah, it was a cycle of naps. Yeah. But anyway, two weeks after they had their first daughter, Melissa, had four kids total. But this is the only one that's important. Two weeks after that, David decided to leave Catherine. And he ended up leaving her for another woman. <laughs> and then, a couple days later, she was seen rocking the stroller violently back and forth down the street with Melissa in it. And it was so violent, somebody reported it. And they ended up putting her in a mental institution. Like a like a mental hospital. Yeah, how would you... I can't even imagine that. Yeah, me neither. Like, just like... Sh like, I can't even imagine violently rocking like i get rocking it like you're trying to put this kid to sleep you know what i mean but like i just imagine her shaking the crap out earthquake like it's freaking crazy <laughs> like oh, how you used God. to do your guys's bunk beds when you're sleeping <laughs> i remember that <laughs> we jump that. on top and shake it 
Well, you would jump on my bed to shake Eric's bed, and then you would jump up and down on my bed. I remember I was bottom bunk. Yeah. So I was sleeping. You would jump on the mattress next to my head. Yeah, because your the bottom bunk was a full, and the top was a twin. Yes. So I could jump on the bottom bed to shake the top bed, and it would also shake your mattress. Yeah, I thought you were going to step on my skull. That's what sisters do. Fucking bitch. It's fine. Remember yeah. that time Joel cracked an egg on Eric in his sleep? What? Yeah, like he cracked the egg on him. <laughs> Why? Just to fuck with him. You guys used to just fuck with us all day long. It was pretty good. You guys still fuck with us, let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, now we fuck with you guys back. Yeah. We're older and wiser, and you taught us how to fuck with and I would like the taste of your own medicine. Yeah. Speaking of bullies. <laughs> earthquake. Quick surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So several weeks she was finally released. And the first thing she did when she got out of the mental institution, take a guess. You're never going to fucking, you think she just had a dandy life, don't you? She went to her husband's house? Nope. She decided to take Melissa and in the stroller, put her on the railroad tracks. And then she leave. hated Melissa. She hated Melissa. I wonder if she actually got postpartum oh, yeah. depression after she had Melissa. You dumb bitch. That's my next She did, one. right? Okay. I'm not there yet. Okay. Okay. So, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I don't even remember this part. I just... I just. It's really stupid because it's written right here. Anyway. So, then she decided that she was going to leave Melissa on the railroad tracks and then dip. And then she went and stole an, like a fire axe. And then she threatened to kill a bunch of people. And while she was doing that, a rail worker found Melissa on the railroad tracks and saved her minutes before the train hit her. So the worker was probably like, oh, that's weird. Someone left their stroller. Then you just hear a baby crying. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. So that happened. Yeah. She was not about. <laughs> not a fan of Melissa. Let me tell you. She was like, no, thanks. Too freaky. Yeah, it's tough yeah so then she went back to a mental institution and basically they told her that she had postnatal depression and she quote unquote recovered in a day and signed herself out oh perfect that's what she did for that which that was pretty exciting because why the fuck not so then a few days after that she took one of her knives above her fancy collection above her bed and decided that she was going to take one of those knives and she was going to threaten a woman to take her to her ex-husband's new house because remember he moved he moved away because mm-hmm. he got a new wife so he decided that he was she decided that she was going to threaten a woman held her hostage splashed her face they ended up driving like pretty far like 30 to 45 minutes to like on the way to his house but they had to stop for gas and she ended up <laughs> the woman ended up getting away and she ended up like calling the cops and then she later admitted that she was going to you ready for this fucking bonkers she was going to go to where her ex-husband lives Find the mechanic that fixed his car and kill him because he fixed his car that allowed him to leave. And then she was going to find her ex-husband and kill him. <laughs> like, Wait, find. Oh, she was going to find the mechanic. Oh, I get what, I get what you're gonna saying. She was going to kill the mechanic. Yeah, because that fixed ha- his car. And so he was able to divorce her because. His car was fixed. Okay, perfect. So I don't know why the fuck you'd kill the mechanic. I mean. But why the fuck not? I kind of wonder sometimes in these cases if things just get misconstrued because maybe maybe he the mechanic was like a cousin and she was like, don't fucking fix his car. Like, Jacob, I swear to God, if you fix his car, I'm going to beat your ass. And then Jacob fixed his car and she's like, oh, fuck, no, I'm killing that motherfucker. I'm fucking killing Jacob and then I'm going to fucking kill David. Because it's like, how would you find that mechanic that like 
I don't know. Just kind of seems like maybe she knew the mechanic and asked him not to fix it. And Mm -hmm. then he fixed it, which that's still not okay. You still wouldn't kill that person, but it kind of like makes a little more sense than just killing some random like, hey, Jiffy Lube, is Mark here today? I'm going to cut that motherfucker. He did the oil change. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) hey, Jiffy. Hi, this is Catherine. Yeah, I just wanted to see who fixed, what was her husband's name? David. Who fixed David Knight's car? Okay, that was Mark. Okay, is he in today? He comes in at three. Oh, perfect, perfect. All right, I'll be there. Okay. Uh 4.30. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have a car or anything. I just need to talk to him. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I love how you're so into what I was going to say right now. Your mouth was open. Like, you were like, what is she doing? Like, what is this dumb bitch doing? And then I was like, okay. That's the same um, face my son makes when I fake telephone. Okay. Am I good at it? Is that why? I was like, damn, is she really on the phone? Is that a pen? Is that a pen or her phone? Who would have thunk? Is she really throwing Jiffy Loop? They're open at this hour? Uh, oh god so stupid anyway (laughs) it was so good okay so then that whole situation happened and when she had her knife i'm gonna go back to the scene of her slashing this woman's face when the woman got away she actually went to a local train station and held a young boy hostage what's up with her in train stations i don't fucking know dude Why'd she need to hold someone hostage to take her to her husband? She could have just hopped on a fucking train. She's there all the time. Who fucking knows? Well, police ended up disarming her with brooms. So I don't know where this comes in, but I think they just got broomsticks and beat the shit out of her. Oh, my knowledge. I don't don't know. Australia be different. That is true. Australia, different. Us Americans would have just had guns. I'm just kidding. I mean, (laughs) you're not lying there. I thought, where the fuck are the kangaroos? Why are they stopping this bitch? I think they're only in the outback. And then sometimes they travel inward. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But from what I understand, that most of the wild animals are not in the city. So you're not just like driving down the street going to work like you're nine no. to five and there's not like a kangaroo driving a Volvo? I really don't think so. I, that's how it went. I think certain animals maybe might come into the city, but... In my opinion, my uneducated knowledge of Australia that I've never been. I think that, I mean, from the rescuers down under. Like, you're telling me the kangaroos don't wear suits and go to nine to fives? I don't think so. Why the fuck would anybody want to go there? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. If I don't see a goddamn kangaroo in a suit, I don't want to go. And like, do the police have kangaroos instead of dogs? These are valid questions. Yeah. Because I saw that kangaroo that got in a fight with that dude and that thing was... Did you see that one video? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where he like punched the kangaroo back and the kangaroo just dipped. He was like, oh, hell no. Like, all right. I wonder if you could train a kangaroo. I think there's trained kangaroos. Is there really? I think so. That's pretty cool. I mean, right? Yeah. No, that's super. I would like want one, but also I wouldn't want one. Maybe like a wallaby. Aren't, Aren't wallabies kangaroos, but like smaller? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're literally just fucking bullshitting. Just being racist. What? We're just being a racist. Are we? I don't know. Is that kind of racist? Against, I don't know. Um, not racist. Like stereotyping against If you live in Australia, <laughs> tell us about your kangaroo experience. We do have Australian listeners. Yes. So yeah. the Australian listeners, tell us about your kangaroo experience. Yeah. As long as we don't say shrimp on the Barbie, we're fine. Okay. Anyway, she got put into a mental institution after this train station 
bullshit situation. And I don't know where this went wrong, but she was released to her mother-in-law. That will make you go crazy. (laughs) You weren't crazy already. (laughs) You're crazy now. So she was released on August 9th, 1976. And she worked at another like slaughterhouse. And on March 6th, 1983, she had another daughter with David. So her and David are back together. He's like, I think it's really hot how you tried to kill someone and come to my house. That's true love. So I don't know where the fuck it went wrong. Right? But I mean, you you have four kids together. So it's like it was cheaper to keep her. You know what I mean? They didn't have four kids at this point. They just had their second. Oh, and then they had more after In 1984. Okay. So they had one. She tried to kill Melissa. Okay. And then she actually tried to kill Melissa twice. Yeah. And then, like, fuck it. I think we stick together. So then they had Natasha. And then she left him. Okay. And she moved to her parents' house. She was like, I'm older. I'm wiser. Yes. And there's there's some, some time on this. So there's a kind of a gap here. I think she was normal for a couple years, TBH. Okay. Some point between 1984 and the year 2000, she stabbed him in the chest. They were, like, together, then they were not together, and then they split up, but she was still living with him before, and then he kicked her out of her house, and then she moved with her parents. Okay. Then she moved back in with him, and then he, like, finally was like, bitch, you're done. Yeah. You're done. So somewhere in between all that, he got stabbed in the chest. Yes. So they were just on and off and on and off. On and off and on and off. My version of normal, and I'm putting air quotes on it, was she wasn't trying to kill anyone at this point. She was just decided to, you know, shit and giggles. So on February 29th of the year 2000, he decided that he was going to go to a courthouse and get a restraining order against her. Okay. He was like, nah, fuck this bitch. Fuck this He's like, it's too much. I can't. It's becoming a lot. So he ended up doing that. She ended up marrying someone named John Price. And she ended up having two kids with John Price. Damn, so she had six kids? I was actually wrong. She had two with David, two with John. Okay. So she had four kids. She had four kids. That was my bad. No, it's all good. It's fine. I'm glad I reiterated. Yeah. Well, John was a little worried about his safety. John had told his coworkers, his families and friends that they were they were together for a couple of years. He was worried for his safety, so he told his coworkers, like, hey, like, if anything happens to me, fucking Catherine did it. Damn. Crazy shit. Like he like warned everybody. So they were having like probably really crazy fights. Yeah, some crazy shit. So then he was not going to like return home after work one day, but he felt like he had the obligation to return home because he had the fear that she was going to kill their kids. That is really scary. Yes. To think that someone you're with is capable of killing your children. Yeah. So he was like, what the fuck? So he had a weird gut feeling, so he was, like, telling all his coworkers, like, if I do not come to work tomorrow, I died. Oh, shit. Like, that's what he was saying. You would think he would just call the cops and be like, hey, we need to go get my kids. Like, some shit's going down. Especially in the year 2000. Yeah. Well, turns out, he did not come to work the next day. Oh, when he got shit. home, um, the kids were actually sent to a friend's house. So he was super stressed out. <laughs> Before he had gone home, he decided that he was going to go to a neighbor's house. And he was going to chill with them for a little bit until about 11 p.m. And he was just going to do his thing. I would have went and picked up those kids from the friend's house. I think he was just stressed and was like, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. Just to kind of like put her off. And then yeah. like, hopefully she'll knock out, steal the kids and dip. I, that could have been an option. Yeah, for sure. But who knows? Earlier in that specific day, Catherine had bought new black lingerie. And it was really weird because she showed all her kids her new black lingerie. And then had them make videos of like a will. 
That is really fucking weird. But I mean, the mom showed her everything. So it's like she was like, fuck it. You guys want to see my lingerie? Like, yeah. So all in this day, like her day was like she like did her shit. And she went to fucking touch a romance. Was like, hey. I'm trying to look hot for my husband. And then she's like, fuck it. The family needs to make a will. All right. She had come home or whatever. And then she decided that she was going to put on the lingerie and they were going to have sex. So that's what they decided. Okay. So they ended up having sex. He was like, oh, cool. She's not mad anymore. Yeah, I don't don't know what happened or what went wrong, but they're like, fuck it. Something was like mentally wrong with her. I think there was more than that. Anyway. Like bipolar. Yeah, some psycho shit, but she didn't go to a mental institution. So she gets a good dicking. Sorry. And at 6 a.m., a neighbor had become concerned that price's car was still there he didn't go to work i guess this man used to like go to work like every day okay so his neighbor was just like what the fuck his work even actually ended up sending of his co-workers to his house to see if he was okay because he didn't show up when his co-worker comes up he's like okay his car is still here maybe homeboy just slept in he tries to pound on the door it doesn't work so he goes which i don't know i was born in 98 so shit was different Okay. Yeah, for real. But his coworker goes over to his bedroom window. Like, he goes around his house to knock on his bedroom window. Could you imagine you just thought you worked at a different time and you get out of the shower and you're just, like, standing in your room butt naked and then your coworker comes, like... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <gasps> if that shit happened now, I'd be like, why, why do you have my address? Yeah. First of all. Second of all, what the fuck? Must have been a good friend that, like, they would carpool together or something. Some shit. Yeah. He ended up finding blood on his window. Like, his bedroom window. Damn. He's like, nah, fuck this. I'm gonna go call the cops. Yeah. Yeah. They call the cops. The cops decide that they're gonna break out the back door. I don't know why they didn't break out the front door, but they broke down the back door. Which was weird to me. Like, they went around the house to break the back door. I just would assume they'd break the front door. But I guess if they did the back door, then you can repair the back door. I mean, it could have been anything. Maybe they were doing a perimeter check. Maybe. And then once they were by the back where they saw something suspicious and they were by the window or something, mm-hmm. they were just like, we're going in. Yeah, it doesn't matter which way we go in. We're in the back right now. We don't need to walk back around. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was a chance that she could run out the back door or something. I don't know. Okay. When the police arrive and get into the house, they find Catherine. Try- I think she tried to commit suicide. She just took a bunch of pills. So she was in like a coma state. Okay. She didn't die, though. They find Price's body. She had stabbed him 37 times, the front and back of his body. A lot of his stab wounds were all his organs. It's kind of crazy that she didn't kill her first husband. Yeah. But then ended up killing the second husband. Yeah, who fucking knows, dude? Who fucking knows? According to blood evidence, he woke up. He tried to turn on the light before escaping. And then she chased him, like, through the whole house. So the whole house had, like, blood everywhere. He managed to get to the front door, get to the front porch, and then she dragged him back inside. Oh, damn. That's, like, a big bad bitch, like, buff or some shit. Like some shit. When he was back inside, she dragged him into the hallway, and then he died by bleeding out. Damn. After he died, she went and withdrew $1,000 from his ATM account. Several hours after he died, it's going to get graphic. Okay. I'm just warning you now. All right. So after he died, she skinned him and hung hung his skin from a meat hook on the door frame in like the living room. That's fucking crazy. And then she cut him up. She cooked parts of his body. She served him with meat, baked potatoes, 
pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy in two separate settings, like two separate meal types in the dining room, each having the name of her kid's name on it. She was going to serve, she was going to serve. I remember seeing the photos. I I have seen these photos. Yeah, they're pretty intense. So she was going to like call the children over to come eat it. She was actually going to serve them. Yeah. Then, but that's weird because it it was dinner, but the cops came the next morning, so yes. she was gonna serve it for dinner the following day. Yes, I mean like the following night, like it was just gonna sit on the table yes. all day. Then the third meal was thrown in the backyard for no reason. It's speculated that she attempted to eat it to see what it would taste like to see if she can serve it to the kids without them noticing, but couldn't go through. With or it. like was gonna eat it with them and then was yes. like, now I'm not some shit. Damn, but she was still gonna serve the kids. Yes, that is so fucking psycho. <laughs> it really is. And it was probably so easy for her to do all that because I feel like it wouldn't be much different than doing it to an animal. Yes. His head was found in a pot on the stove. It was still warm. It was still 104 degrees. The heck? Yeah, it was super weird. So, like, everything was just kind of cut up. I can't even imagine being that guy's family. Yeah. They decided that they were going to take her. She said she had no recollection of the crime. Don't know how much of that I believe because homegirl was going to cook him. Yeah, like saying she was blacked out or something. Some shit. She offered to plead guilty to manslaughter, but was rejected on March 2nd, 2001. She was charged for murdering him. She tried to plead not guilty. Her trial was initially fixed for July 23rd, 2001. Her jury ended up getting sick. So then they pushed it to October 15th, 2001. When the trial went through, 60 people were asked if she should be executed and only five agreed. They went through 60 different jurors because... They had to show photos of the crime and it was making people sick. They couldn't handle it. Like they had that many photos and all the photos weren't released, right? Yes. Or, oh, they are all released? They weren't all released. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there were Probably so, the skin. Yeah, it was so graphic. Like they went through 60 different jurors. Skin looks really weird. Yeah. Because when I had my surgeries, I had the surgeon take pictures and you could see the skin where it's pulled back. Yeah. And it's like kind of made me feel like you could see my organs you could see my liver and and like all of that but the skin was not cute is the part that made me feel a little it just made me feel a little like woo, little loopy you know eventually they decided that they were going to try to convince the entire jury to execute that's what they were going to go to if she can continue to do not guilty so then the next day she decided that she was just going to plead guilty she pleaded guilty it was the only woman in australia to actually not be not be eligible for parole Damn. And she is in a maximum security prison with no option of parole, no option of getting out. She's still alive. Maximum security isolation. Could you imagine just sitting in a like a room like that all day? Yeah, fuck that. Feel like at that point might as well kill her. No, it's true. It is true. Yeah, life in prison. So that's that's the case of Catherine Knight. Oh dang, that was crazy. I can't even I had to get a good one. I feel like being a butcher for so long. Maybe you would just kind of disassociate that it's a human, you know, if you're crazy. Like, it probably wasn't gross for her, is what I'm saying. My own thing is, you know when you're in your work setting, how you have, like, all of your supplies? Yeah. It has to be different. Yeah, I just, I really don't understand why they would have her take these knives home. You don't yeah, have your own farm. That? Yeah, you're not, I don't know, if she lived on a farm, I'd be like, hey, here, so you could slaughter your own animals at home. Like, if she had her own... She did. Like his name was John Price. But it's just so weird that they would have her take this stuff home if she didn't live on a farm. Also, it was the eighties when she took it home. Yeah, but still, why? Why would you need that stuff at home unless you're like freelancing? Well, they probably assumed she lived on something like that. 
maybe. Like, who the fuck wants to work at a slaughterhouse? Unless if you grow up doing it or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's... Well, unless there's people out there that don't live on a farm and just want to work on a slaughterhouse. I don't want to say you're weird, but it's kind of (laughs) weird. I just can't stop thinking about the smell. Oh, I know. I literally thought about that, and then I, like, low-key felt sick. Because I remember, like, the smell of, like, warm, exposed meat and blood and organs and all of that Mm -hmm. from... When I was in FFA, mm-hmm. they slaughtered a cow in front of us. A lot of people go vegan. Because of FFA. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Because, oh, well, it turns out, fun fact, random fucking facts that I know. I guess prior, I think it was the 60s, you didn't have the option to not look. You know how they give the option to not look if you don't want to look or you can look? Oh, they do? Yeah. Did they make you watch it? I mean, they didn't hold our head and hold our eyes open, like mind control, but I don't remember them being like, stay inside if you want. Oh, I think they were like, if you don't want to watch, you don't have to. Yes. Like you could stay in the classroom. Yes. Well, it turns out. Nobody stayed in the classroom. If you stayed in the classroom, everyone was going to call you a little bitch. Nobody stayed in the classroom. Nobody stayed in the classroom, but guess what? That's why (laughs) these fucking vegan people are out here. Probably because if you stayed in the classroom. Peer pressure? Yes. Like I was not going to be like, I can't look at that staying in the classroom. No, I was like, I got to fucking see this shit. Yeah, it was some shit, dude. But they kill it before you come outside. But still. But it's like, mm, that was somebody's cow. I don't know. Yeah, so. Kind of shady. Well, thank you for your time, commitment, and dedication, and everything you do for this podcast. <laughs> thank you for all the listeners and everything that you guys have brought today. We're not sponsored by HelloFresh, but hopefully we will be. <laughs> Let's hear how you would do it. HelloFresh, a box of perfectly organized ingredients sent directly to your door with 30 minutes or less for preparation. Perfect. That's enough. Thanks. They have to, HelloFresh is going to have to pay us if they want more than that. Yep. That's all they get. That was the pitch. All right. Well, thanks well, everyone for listening. Please like, subscribe, follow, hit us up on Instagram. I want to know what you guys think about this case. I want you guys to tell us what you think. Please rate everywhere you listen. I appreciate every rating. Follow us on Instagram. If you want to know when our episodes go up, make sure you subscribe. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.